guys and welcome to behind the bunker episode two podcast thank you guys for joining us this is a weekly paintball podcast that we do um about everything paintball my name is todd ansich guys i'm your host with me as always is josh zuby zabrikas good evening very nice joe kimson from flaggers paintball greetings and Gavin Sharma from Terratech Industries. Salutations. Yeah, Very good. You can hear a little spring in his step today from Gavin because he has released Terratech. His El Matador line is actually shipping. El Matador. Very That's nice. Right. So we've been celebrating in the office all day. That's as right. well <laughs> as we have Matt the Crip pushing buttons tonight doing all of the sound and doing all the research. So thank you very much for joining in. Um, Dustin Schnitzelholst had a hangnail and I believe Seb um, had the sniffles. You told me he was at the Sharon Lowe's and Bram concert. <laughs> that he was. I didn't want to embarrass him. Um, and thank you very much, guys. Uh, a couple guys prefers Draxus DXS in the paint in the chat forum. Says that um, he is going to buy a support package. Guys, if you are listening to us in Rewind, head on over to BehindTheBunker.com. And we are selling our support packages. Any proceeds that we make on that go directly to our podcast. And uh, if we make enough money, we'll hire some real talent instead of us on the podcast. If, so. you, su- no. if you support our package, we'll send you lots of stickers, Ew. too. <laughs> yeah, I'm afraid of what else will be in the envelope. All right, guys. So we have lots of your questions to get to. Uh, we're also watching a live chat feed. For those of you that uh, are listening on a podcast, what you need to do is come over and watch us live on Monday nights at BehindTheBunker.com. Join the chat form, and you can get your questions read on the air. With me, I have uh, Gavin Sharma, who has loads of your questions that were posted on Facebook as well as sent in to us this week at show at BehindTheBunker.com. Before we get to that, guys, I want to let you know that uh, on in February, uh, from February 25th, I believe, to the 29th, you can see all of us at Paintball It'll Extravaganza. Be uh 28th then uh <laughs> <laughs> jackass <laughs> might be a leap year no it's not the olympics will will the olympics be over by then yes yeah well, so paintball extravaganza days. guys is a place for paintball industry people that have uh paintball stores paintball fields that will be at this uh, location what that is is where uh they go every year to make their orders for the season but it's where all of the stuff gets released so you'll see all the great new products and we know several companies that are releasing great new stuff starting in february and why that means anything to you is we will be there uh on your behalf we're going to take video and show you all the new latest and greatest we're going to do a broadcast on monday night showing you a couple teasers that no one will see before the actual event and then we're going to broadcast on wednesday and show you every damn thing that's there uh so that you can see all the coolness that uh that is there now zuby's a little disappointed because they moved locations they were in um xerox building yeah and where was that virginia yes and now they've moved to dulles now but that place is like a stage, what was a stage four storm shelter, something like that. 
Yeah, but it's not that. Or it wasn't that Zuby wanted to be nestled into the safety. It was the fact that their buffet was the greatest. It's it terrific. Was, it was really good. Absolutely terrific. I enjoyed it immensely. Stop. I know Gavin <laughs> wants more details, but we're not going to get into that just now. Gavin, are you jelly? No. Jelly. Yeah, you're jelly. So definitely check that out, guys. This is very this is very cool. We've heard some teasers from a lot of paintball manufacturers, and there's some neat stuff coming there's down the pipeline. There's some very cool stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I was that like is all thanks, Joe. Like, I was like an echo, paintball echo. That is all Joe's going to elaborate. I know some stuff's coming. <laughs> Very good. Now, Gavin, you have a ton of questions to get to. Why don't we hit uh, some of those up right now? Yeah, Gavin has the con. So there's been some that's been submitted in already. Um, <laughs> but if you are still with us on the chat forum, you can certainly submit some questions. We'll try to get to those uh, as best we can. Uh, first one up, I'm going to throw to my friend Joseph. Uh, yes. Certainly anybody else can uh, can chime into this. Mm-hmm. Our friend yeah. Antonio Moreno asks, mm-hmm. which board is better for an invert? An invert mini, an Optimus board, a shockwave, or an ape rampage board. You know what? I I can only speak on the. Um, Too bad Dusty wasn't here. What was the I second know, one? The shockwave. Is, this is actually a research question, but yeah. I decided to throw my friend Joe I, under the bus. You know what? I, I oh, <laughs> I see what you're doing there. Very good, Joe. What would you say? Well, <laughs> when we when you start to talk about boards, I get a little bored. <laughs> That's a pun. Uh, um. I just I would suggest um, I'm a big Empire proponent and just for availability of servicing and warranty and parts I would suggest the um, Redline grip which you can take off and put on uh, right onto a mini or right onto the axe that's what the pro teams use and I would say that this is as good a way to go as yeah. any board I, I have to say I had uh, um, one of the techs look at my gun and put a shockwave board in it and uh, in in my axe, actually, not my mini, but uh, in my axe, and it um, did absolutely nothing. Um, I, I will say there, there's this mystique of putting in a board into your gun, and you think it's going to be night and day. It's like upgrading your software or putting on a new iOS on your on your computer. Or in glasses, it really doesn't do anything. What it does is it sort of screws you up. If you remember how to program your board, now you have to have to relearn it, and it gives you a couple other bells and whistles. Most of it's not really stuff that you can legally use, anyways, or stuff that you will use. So. It's really not always worth the money. If you have to replace out your board and it's out of warranty, then I would suggest, as I said, the shockwave seems to be working for me. Um, but I would do your, you know, I would certainly do your homework and find out uh, what's out there. But the red line is definitely well worth it. Um, we've seen guys come and go with those all the time and haven't had any issues. Okay, the question I really wanted to ask to Joe, Mr. Yes, Custom Corner, yes. is uh, Dan Valenza wants to know uh, what's the best way to customize your marker in terms of anodizing water transfer printing or straight up paint job which do you prefer what i prefer i believe that if you're doing something aluminum you can anodize but if you're doing most other things i prefer a paint job and i prefer a dura coat if done properly it is virtually bullet proof it's what all the uh, guys use on the real steel, all the special ops guys, all paint, all use Duracoat, and if it's done properly, it will last a long time. I think the big key is having, allowing it to cure long enough so it does not chip off. The hydro dipping is fantastic if done correctly. If done correctly, but I don't believe it. It's super, super durable. It's more of a, it's more of an aesthetics thing. Yeah. I think you're going to get true durability out of out of a paint job with a Duracoat. Yeah, that's your best bet if if that's what you need to do. But if you're not, if you have an opportunity to do anodize, that's still the best. That's going to give you the best coating, the best look, and probably the best longevity. I would say. All right. Silence. 
Okay. More uh, questions. More questions. We were just uh, asking the tumbleweed as it rolled by the... <laughs> Uh, I think this is a pretty relevant question uh, based on the temperatures we have in southern Ontario this weekend. Uh, what is the best winter marker to play with? You know, Joe and I had this discussion this week because we just had a winter game this weekend. And, and, <laughs> and we're sort of laughing at some of the guys that came out that had, you know, the DM, the DM guns, the axes, the vanquishes and stuff, the, the, the electros. When it's that cold outside and we, we're talking, it, it was definitely minus... Was it minus three, minus four? It and was plus minus we had a wind ten. Chill. Feels like minus fourteen. It was a damn cold day. Yeah. Well, and you know what? Even with these electronic guns, they are great. But you know what? When it gets that cold outside, you got to suck it up and get something mechanical, um, e- e- like a Tipman or a BT Combat or or something like that. Those were the only ones that were working consistently on uh, on Sunday. It's true. Or Sniper Two. A sniper is a pump, and it's mechanical, and you're really not going to go wrong with something like that. Although, I agree. Although it's a little bit more gentle in paint than a Tipman. Although the BT Rangers had a defender out, and they were shooting a defender, and it's apparently their only electronic marker that actually performed and did not have any problems yesterday. Because it, the temperature did vary. Because in the morning when we got there, it was probably minus 21 Celsius. And then by the time people were playing and actually getting going, it was about minus 11 Celsius. So uh, that's quite a jump in temperatures uh, in that short period of time. So for, a, for an electronic marker, fairly new to the market, to function that well, yes. um, I was quite impressed with it as well. Yeah, yeah, I agree. All right. I concur. Do you concur? I, I concur. concur. Okay, let's go back to maybe Joe let's again. Go. Yes. Be dominating oh, the here we go. The dominating question. He is, ca- he is Captain Vault. Uh, Frank Chris Scott asks, where can I get a new RAM for my Angel 1? Wow. wow. I think you need to find the keys to the DeLorean. <laughs> yes. I think you could probably have to go online to eBay, eBay or something. eBay, something. pawn shops. I think you're just going to have to roll the dice and hopefully that with any of those. Yes. Oh, true. Yes, but I, I thought Tipman bought some of Angel's uh, um, intellectual intellectual property. Yeah. So why don't you give Tipman a call and ask for Nick the extension? And, uh, let <laughs> let him know extension. that uh, you talk to the guys behind the bunker and uh, find out if they would. No, don't, <laughs> don't. Nick will get very angry with me. Your best bet is to go on um, eBay or Kijiji or Craigslist or anywhere that uh, sells used markers and find yourself a used paintball gun and get those parts. You're not going to find them brand new on a shelf anywhere. Good luck. Uh, our friend Dylan and Megan Watson want to know is what is the best paintball gun for sniping? Is there a gun slash barrel combo that you'd recommend for sniping? Anything, because sniping doesn't exist. Well, what about that really big abomination? The SR-12? Yeah, that thing, yeah. I, unless you're using first strike rounds in which you shouldn't because they're not real paintballs. <laughs> then <laughs> no. I love how Zuby has opinions but keeps them to himself. It's really hard to get his insight on, on certain things. I enjoy we don't really hear an opinion till the podcast. <laughs> the cameras go <laughs> off and he's just like the gloves come off. <laughs> I never liked you or your damn operation. <laughs> well, it's like say what what's and better thing. <laughs> what's better? Playing paintball or shooting out half a field using nerf rockets? Oh, oh, don't get me started on Nerf rockets. <laughs> Nerf rockets. You know what? I will see. I I did I did see tests with the SAR twelve with first strike rounds, and it definitely gets some good distance, and it's definitely worth. You know, if you're going to play a game that uh, or a field that allows you to have first strike rounds, it's definitely worth getting. But on the average day at the average field, 
using 6.8 caliber paintballs, I would say a flatline barrel or an apex barrel uh, on any appropriate apex gun two. will get you that distance. Autococker with flatline. Yeah, the old Ooh, school autococker nice. flatline. Speaking of which, if anybody out there has an autococker <coughs> with a flatline barrel stock, I would like to uh, I would like to purchase one. So if anyone has a lead, um, I've had a couple that uh, didn't end well. And uh, Joe I'm might looking ha- for I have, have one in, in a box that's never been fired. Joe has one, but the problem is I don't have one, and I'd like to just play with one just to see how it how it goes. Mine's never been fired. Yeah. It hasn't even been put together. It may not be a flatline, and it may not be an autococker. He has yet to look in the box. It may not exist. It's just (laughs) cement. He bought it off the streets of New York. It's a Schrodinger cat. (laughs) Schrodinger cocker, sorry. All right, my friend Zuby, this question will go to you. There's a bunch of chocolate bars My friend Zuby, this question will go to you from Dave Key. Uh, This is often seen in the scenario world. Friendly fire, how do you deal with it? Use a death card or a person hit is out, or like we do at their field. The shooter has to put himself out and needs to respawn or medic in again. Dealing with friendly fire. Zuby, go! I... Todd, go! <laughs> friendly fire, well, I, no. is, you're still getting shot. Yeah, you're shot. You're hit. Friendly fire you're out. Yeah. Period. The guy with, who's shot, you shouldn't be penalized just because he's incompetent. He you just, should you turn can't. around and say something like, you, sir... Are very slow witted. That was very wrong. Not good at that, that was wrong. Or Except shoot him and is penalized. But I think that um, I think speedball, you get shot. Friendly fire, you're out. In a big game, you get shot. Friendly fire, you're out. If you're in a rental group you've never played before, a ref may call you back in because of it might be your first time. You may have walked out there, spent a half an hour gearing up, getting out there, and only to be shot by a teammate. The ref may take. A, a liberty Pity. and wipe you down and say, listen, just keep playing. It was that idiot over there. Um, but otherwise, any game that's being refereed, you're out. A friendly fire is still fire as far as I'm concerned. Agreed. When I play or ref, uh, if I'm hit with friendly fire or if I see somebody hit with friendly fire, too bad, so sad. You emphasize the next round. Communication, communication, communication. Yeah. Right? Now you and have talk to, to your teammates. Now you do have oh, to worry yeah, about that, it. When you, play with, uh, with you, when you play with Eric Engler, um, now this is not my opinion, but I always hear that he's big on friendly fire. Is that true, Eric Engler? I see you in the chat form right now. What other questions do we have? I'm oh. not going to wait for his response. <laughs> no, we can wait. We've got all evening. <laughs> uh, the next question is from Matt tonight, I think. The next question, brought to you by Terratech Paintball, is <laughs> when shooting in a winter scenario game using disposable hand warmers in your pod, is that a good way from keeping the paint from being brittle? Oh, good question. Really? So if you have a hand warmer, one of those things that you shake or break open yeah, and it keeps your hands are. warm. Well, for those that don't, I guess those Southern California. Yeah, I only know one Joe Kimson out there. I, Matt, what do you think? If you, if you <laughs> cram one of those into a pod with your paint, you think that's... Uh, I think that's a terrible idea. You don't want to paint at different temperatures. I don't think paint's very... I don't think it conducts temperature very well or heat or cold very well. And pods aren't insulated, so you're going to have... very true. It's just going <laughs> to You're going to have the heat at the bottom. Well, that's melting entirely that. true. Uh, right. Who came out with the please, pods? Please expand. Who came? Who came out with the pods? With the uh, refrigerator has die has pouches. Yeah. yeah. For those of oh. you that are listening at home, Zuby had his finger up, <laughs> yes, which translates well to the podcast. <laughs> so I got hay now. Try to pick it off. You know what? I okay. First. I will say if it's a million degrees below zero and it's nasty cold. Stay home no, you know what I mean. I can understand. Too cold. Todd. But the paint's only <laughs> that's cold. dangerous. The paint, there's only going to be ten or fifteen paintballs touching that pad, anyways. 
I don't know if it's really going to do any good in a, in a pod that's not isol- or, uh, insulated. So well, you may very well melt said paintballs. Yeah, your best the- bet. Joe and I were talking about. It's funny that all these con- these these questions are coming up because Joe and I were talking about at the Winter Big Game on the weekend. That's funny. All that's <laughs> weird. We, we were You're talking right. about oh, wrong kind of funny. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> It's not funny, haha. I was pretending I was laughing, and the only people that can see it are watching right now live. They won't be able to see me laughing because they're listening to it. No, but we're talking about we saw these guys buying cases of paint, and they walked them out, and they put them in their car, and their 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 trunk was wide open, and it just sat there basically out in the cold all day. And I I thought, you know what? These people really need to be educated on how to store their paintballs. And you can play a winter big game as long as you have your paint stored somewhere where it's at least a little bit warmer than the outside temperature to keep it a little more resilient, and only take out what you think you're going to need for the time that you're going to be on the paintball field. Okay, uh, you did mention the the example of being relatively close to your vehicle, but some fields, the, the staging area or the, the parking lot is significantly farther away that you can't have access to your car. What tips would you have for winter play that you don't have access to, say, a warm area? People, you know, metallically, coolers also keep heat in. Yes, so I was cooler gonna... can be a warmer as well. Yes, yeah, so if you had about five or six of those heat pads, you could chuck it in the cooler. Then you would idea. keep it at a reasonable temperature. Plus, the cooler would also break the wind. If you're industrious. <laughs> Breaking wind. <laughs> <laughs> if you're industrious, you could make a small igloo. Yes. Could. You would need snow. If I was at a parade, you would have rained game. on it, Gavin. Thank you very much for uh, or, or Or you could just step on up and get the Teratex. Correct. Sasquatch. Not affected by temperature. It's you know what? Teratex below I'm, zero okay. line. Formulated for cold climates. I'm going to put my foot it's down here. Polar bear. In respect of Rawr. all the other sponsors of this program, until Teratex signs and cuts a check as a sponsor, we're no longer going to endorse or discuss their product at the at, at this point. Last Gavin, word on you, this is a check has been cut, but you won't cash it. So technically, am I not still allowed to mention my When product? I take a check with crayon worry, uh, to the bank, will they will not cash it. There you I've, go. I've asked. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, next so question from Zach McDonald is, do rifle barrels work better than regular for speeds under 300 feet per second? Sure, if you're using real firearms. I don't care if you're shooting 300, 200, whatever. I don't think that rifle barrels do a damn thing. I've had ri- I have a rifled barrel. I've tried doing a review on it. I tried. I put it through several different tests with several different paint, uh, different guns, different velocities, and I honestly can say that I don't think it did a damn thing different. Um, it modified the velocity a little bit, um, but the shot wasn't any better, wasn't any further. Um, I believe it's a bit of a marketing gimmick. Now, I that's just from me trying it. Maybe someone out there has had different experience, but... I don't. I wouldn't fall into that propaganda. I had an Armson rifled barrel for my auto mag from South Africa. This isn't actually a South African made one. I paid Google rands or rands or whatever you want, and um, it. I think it worked fine. But then again, I was shooting California Magnum, which is truly the best paint in the world. Second best paint. Since I can't reach over and tap and pat Zuby on the back, prefers DXS paint. Says in the chat, Zuby is absolutely correct. Insulation works both ways. Very nice. Well Good done, job, Josh. All right. And since my... Don't know what five. I do for a living, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> and since five. my silky, smooth Very voice nice. friend, Matthew, has not answered too many questions, I'm going to throw this to you. But uh, this uh, is a wonderful question I think the whole panel should address. Jim Sheets asks... Is the answer AGD, by the way? No. Okay. Um, <laughs> it's a two-part question. Number no, one is, <laughs> what would you like to see more of when playing paintball? 
And the second follow-up part of the question is, yes. what would you like to see less of? Uh, let's go. Let's go with our silky voiced friend Matthew. What would you like to see more of? What I'd like to see more of? Uh, into the mic. I am speaking into the mic. Am I not? Oh, here I am. There you go. I can actually hear myself there you now. Are. Uh, what I'd like to see less of? Actually, I'd rather. Start no, with I said that. more first, but. Oh, more. Yeah. Okay. Well. More is gooder. <laughs> it is gooder. You're listening to the sounds of Matthew Hensich. <laughs> the docile tones. <laughs> uh, more, I, I, I don't know. Um, more better refs on the field and less speedballers walking around half naked. That's what I, unless they're scantily clad women. But, uh, <laughs> you know, Touche, why does a speedballer need to, sh- to take his shirt off and his pants off and wander about in his slide shorts? We're all hot. So what we you're know. saying is we need less Gavin... And more Cat Secor. Or Gavin on Cat Secor. Meow. <laughs> How does this come to me? licking your lips? Cat <laughs> uh, in the chat forum says, absolutely <laughs> not. Oh. Well, that was quick. <laughs> Very done. Very well done, Cat. Uh, Todd, what would you like to see more of and less of? Uh, you know what? This is going to say cliche, but I would like to see, as Matt says, more refs, more, offici- more officiating on the field because the cheating out there sometimes gets a little insane, especially on a hot day when the weather's out there and uh, people are, you know, they, they spend a half an hour walking to the insertion point, getting on the field, getting shot, and then thinking to themselves, you know what? I don't deserve to be shot out, uh, wiping the hit and continuing on. Um, also, egos. I, I, I wish that um, paintball... You know, payball players, you know, speedball versus uh, rec ball, that uh, that contingency didn't exist. I think paintball is paintball is paintball no matter what format you play, whether you're a mag-fed speedball scenario player, whatever. Um, we all play the same bloody sport. Why don't we just get along? I, I, I don't care who's better or who you think is better. Um, we're all going to the same field doing the same thing. So, you know, having a little more support would be better. Zuby, more of... I would like to see a little bit more pure paintball. And by pure paintball, what I mean is uh, last year when we did the um, Bring a Friend to Paintball, we had about 20 people on the field who were all absolutely fantastic paintball players. Just the communication and just the straight-up paintball was, was fantastic. And it was paintball. There was no nerf. There's no rockets. There's no tanks. There's nothing like that. It was just paintball. And I thought that was one of the best days of paintball I think I've ever played. And it was just, I mean, we played some straight up and end eliminations. And some people say that's boring. But you know what? When the paintball is that quality, it was absolutely fantastic. Less and of. Less? Uh, but, like, I, 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 I don't mean to be derogatory <laughs> to too many people. But I'd, li- I'd like to see less classless people around the the paintball field so building on what matt said is like those people who walk around half naked afterwards drinking a beer in the parking lot uh, you know smoking questionable cigarettes in the parking lot and stuff that image doesn't need to be around paintball and i would certainly like to see considerably less of that if you're going to wander around drinking on a paintball field i'm sorry but i I don't think you have a seat on the bench so just take it and go home or wait till you get home that's it joseph yes more more I had a good one. Um, I don't know. I, I, I don't have... Um, what would I like to see more of? Mm, more support from the manufacturers for fields to have days where they can demonstrate the equipment. Not just discounted products, but a product that 
a product package that could go from field to field so you could invite your customers out, your players out to demo. But isn't showing your product. package and showing your product the same thing that Zuby was just talking that he didn't like he to see? He didn't like that. So. And Joseph Lessov. Um, egos on the field, guys. Newbie hunters. Newbie hunters are a bad thing. You shouldn't have those. I think that goes Mentality. back to the field operator and you have to segregate your groups which we are going to look heavily into 2014 if you are not playing properly and the groups are small then you may be end up playing in a super small group until you learn how to play nicely with other people yeah. it goes back to that bad boy sticker from the 80s does not play well with others now in the chat forum we have Ra railmeister says that he'd like to see less whining and Void Jim in the chat forum would like to see more boobs. Um, you see plenty of boobs at the paintball field. All right. What else do we have? I'd like to answer the question, too. Just because I'm reading them doesn't mean I can't yeah, answer them. Devin, All right. What do you think? I would like to see more uh, <laughs> on the same line as you, more industry and uh, league cooperation and collaboration to have maybe a unified voice for paintball so we can do much more advocacy to, to get that dream of getting on television or the Olympics. So that's what I'd like to see more of. And I would like to see less of, um, once again, similar to Joe, the Nobos, which I like to call them, is the guys who have all the gear uh, and are the newbie hunters and are more about the intimidation factor than actually growing the sport. So that's what I would like to see less of. Thank you. Very nice. Very elegantly put, Gavin. Yeah. You have a way with words. See, I miss Dustin because normally at this point we'd be off on a tangent about um, what did he Spool go off valve on? markers and poppets and something very random. Yeah, horse, <laughs> horse shows he's been to recently. This is me trying to stretch it out so Gavin can find his next question. Uh, we pretty much finished that one, but uh, a question we can all wrap our heads around is: <laughs> What is your favorite feel that you've ever played at? That's a good question. Um, had an opportunity to get around a lot over the last few years. Um, <laughs> Did you, you dirty little bastard? <laughs> absolutely. Um, Challenge Park is, is fun. That's definitely something that should be on your bucket list. Um, SC Village, I thought, was something that should be on a bucket list for, for, for us. Um, a few of us went down. Joe and I went down there a couple of years ago. It was, it was cool. Um, but I don't know if it's worth going back down there. Um, Hollywood sports was kind of cool. Uh, props were fantastic. But again, um, the way they play paintball there is a little bit different and it's a little more weight laid back. It took us a half a day to play four games. Um, that's far too long for what I want to do. Um, but a cool field nonetheless. Um, that's a good question. Um, I've heard Sherwood Forest is supposed to be a bucket list field. For those of you that have never been there, as myself, that that's that that should I'm be sorry, somewhere Gavin, to need. Did it say what's on your bucket list, or what's your favorite field? Favorite field, but oh, there we go. But since Dustin's not here, Todd has taken it upon himself to run the own tangents himself. So, <laughs> I also like Pepsi over Coke. To be honest with you, I Boxes find it less. Um... <laughs> All right, Zuby, you're now on you the spot. A Trojan or direct <laughs> kind of guy? Uh, anything with the ribs. Zuby, do you have a favorite field, or was there another question you'd like me to ask you specifically? <laughs> uh, one of my favorite fields is, of course, fly graders, but that's because I have had, you know, an opinion and and the ability to help grow and build the field on um, with some of the members of TFR. So 
to be able to say, you know, it's I've helped make the field what it is. That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to interject. I'm just reading through the chat form right oh, now. Sure, Railmeister says CDWC. Eric Angler, full to gap. Um, Guest says Blast Camp. Uh, Eric, uh, sorry, Pretty Lou says Flag Raiders. He was there last year. Eric Angler, Oklahoma D-Day. And Pretty Lou also says CPX is his top five. So there's, uh, and also Sherwood Forest, I'm being told, is really good. And prefers DXS paint, says Reddit Paintball. Um, So those are just coming in hot off the press. Uh, Okay. (laughs) That was me sort of giving you some time. Oh. Or interrupting. Or interrupting. I, I, I thought you were just interrupting. That's it. I thought you cut me see, short. See, we've taken no. See, we've taken a step forward this week. This week, I've actually acknowledged you. Apparently, last week I completely <laughs> yeah, <you did> left <laughs> you. And not just last week. Dust. Actually, every other week, <laughs> all the weeks. So, but I, I like to say for absolute coolness factor, and uh, like uh, we'll put it on Todd's bucket list would be um, PRZ is pretty cool. And last but not least, I have to say this. Best straight up field I've ever ever played. I absolutely love it. I'll play it anytime I can. Is the uh, test field out behind the Terratech building? Oh yeah. Well, that's oh. customized for you know just CQB and it's customized for awesomeness, yes. Gavin. It's all designed for for just staff. So we can spend the first seven years of the company building that field for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yes. We knew one day it would be fantastic. Ah, very cool. Joseph? Yes. Favorite field? Um, Challenge Park, I quite enjoy. There are a couple of premier fields there or scenarios at that field that are good. Um, Then the rest are very similar to everywhere else. That's probably on my list. I've played at Wayne's World in Ocala, Florida. The spiders are giant and the foliage is kind of nice. It's very cool. Um that that was that was neat um what australia when you played australia the terrain again it was pretty neat we played there it was very hilly mountainous it, it was very it was very cool and they had a, a great a great setup and that was um in australia where else have i played that adds to it, eh? When not only can you get eliminated by being shot, but you can be killed by anything that's <laughs> seven of the ten the field. most deadly animals. I was at, I was at when on my on our hun- on my honeymoon we went to a field in Aruba as well, just to 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 we couldn't find Natalie Holloway, so we went to look for um too soon. We went to look for a paintball <laughs> field there as well. So, yeah. Gavin, um, since we're being very serious about our questions, Eric Angler in the chat wants to know wet or dry rub on your ribs. Wet rub for sure. It's got to be saucy and messy. Yeah. No oh. Mercy is asking me if I've ever played at Sergeant Splatters before in Toronto. I have. Um, neat, neat field. Not really a fan of the of the dirt um, and the sand, but uh, but yeah, pretty neat. Do we have anything else? Um, best event you've been to, and why? Oh, that's a good question. Um, well, like speedball event or scenario, or just it events. doesn't specify. Okay, Joe, your best speedball event you went to. <laughs> <laughs> well, the first so one you went to you know got what? rained I, out. I, you you know got to go home early. I, I, my one of my one of my favorite <laughs> memories of going to Chicago not only to have good food, but as all also going to the PSP in Bolingbrook was good. But my all time favorite, or maybe I like going to Florida for P, for PSP World Cup, but going to um Cranberry to um yep. the International Amateur Open back back in the early early two thousands. 
Um, paintball was just you know, trade show was sort of taking off. Fenders were there, but that was great. And then you'd go back to the hotel, and of course, you'd, it was a it was just a great experience. Yeah, PSP is definitely an, an awesome location. Um, Cranberry was cool. Um, Living Legends, Joe and I missed last year. We had uh, an event we had to go to, but the year before, the event was good. But the people there was fantastic. Everybody that we knew seemed to be at that one location, and it was pretty cool just to wander about whether you're playing paintball or not. Um, I think we played paintball on Saturday, but it's so bloody hot. We just, we, we bowed out on Sunday and we just spent the day uh, wandering, wandering around, around talking to people. Yeah. It was talking fantastic. People. Yeah, it was fantastic. I would say living legends. It's just, uh, I think in the proximity, you get a lot of people can drive or they can fly in, but the, you know, we met a lot of, you know, really great people And the show. When we went the first year, the show had just sort of gotten underway and people were sort of, you know, watching it and recognizing it, it was pretty cool. Yeah. That was also uh, the year when we went down for... They also had PSP there that weekend. Was it PSP? No, it was NPPL. NPPL. And unfortunately, those um, their Both fields the just got destroyed because they had a tornado rip through the night before. I think it was on a Wednesday night or no, Thursday night. No, that was a night. different weekend. Yes, true life. Why, do we were we, why were we down there? We went down to... P- I thought it was NPPL and Living no, Legends Living, the same NPPL weekend. NPPL were the same weekend, but the week, but later on in June we went, and that's when they had the tornadoes. Ah, uh, yes, and poor, poor, poor tournament series. They lost just about everything they had there. They had to rebuild the next day. Uh, they had to run short on fields too, I believe. I think so. Hmm. Subi, best well, we event. We went to Target. Uh, I'm gonna throw it off just a little bit and say extravaganza. Because mm. yeah. I like it, you know a paintball event. A paintball event is a paintball event. I, I, you know, they're all cool and they all have their own different key aspects and they're fantastic. And I, I, I'd venture to say I don't think I've been to a bad event. Oh, I, I think they're all really good. But <laughs> I thought Extravaganza was cool because I've never been to anything anything like that before, and it was just a completely different experience. And it, I thought it was really neat. Yeah. No, I agree. Um, Skyball was a neat event I, I will say it just for the sheer reason of being in a massive stadium that was 95 percent empty other than paintballers and a couple fields in the middle of it i just you know, sponsor I that i didn't play skyball but i went and i uh, and I, I was a, one of the actually paid spectators one of the few rubes that actually <laughs> spent their money and made rubes, their way in. Yeah. but uh it was it was a neat experience too not only at the time because it was the sky dome at the time uh, and to to walk around the fields and uh, to see people that you only read about in magazines this is before the intranet really sort of blew up. Uh, so it was pretty neat to see people that you read about and actually were you know sitting next to and actually have the opportunity to chat with. So uh, uh, yes, I would agree that Skyball was uh, was one of the best events. Now Extreme JT in the chat was also bringing up another event, NPPL Huntington Beach. Now I can say I have not been. I've seen lots of photos, lots of videos, and that's definitely a must go to. Yeah. If it's around. If it's around, yep. yeah. Well, I, I, I believe, hopefully, that they'll be back. So we'll see how that goes. Hmm. Are we winding down? Do we, we have any more questions? We are winding down, unless Very our friends good. from the chat forum who are watching live uh, have something that is burning good. besides their uh, yes. urine flow. Um, we'll certainly <laughs> That's nice. <laughs> Welcome to Behind the Bunker, where we're just going to insult you for watching. 
It's bad enough that you're wasting your time listening to this drivel, but uh, to be insulted as well. So, guys, thank you very much. This has been Behind the Bunker. We are a weekly paintball show. We are only here because of you. You guys send in your questions, your uh, topics of discussions, your pictures for Custom Corner, your events, your teams. All of that stuff only exists here because of you guys, as well as all of you that, that are watching live right now. Um, I see a lot of you in the chat forum. That's great. But I see even more of you watching us on YouTube directly and not involved in our chat forum. All you need to do is head on over to BehindTheBunker.com and get involved in our chat. It's right to the right of your screen. Go to Log the in. Shop. Yeah, while you're down there, go down and check out the Swag Shop, guys. If you would like a Behind shop, the Bunker. Make it online. <laughs> stop on by the Swag Shop. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, get yourself a nice T-shirt, barrel sock, uh, stickers, patches, all kinds of fancy stuff. You could order all this, and you don't even have to put your pants on. Mm, we're pantsless right now. That's a myth that everybody thinks, but uh, you'll never see us stand up during a live show. It gets awfully warm under these studio lights, and uh, people keep thinking that we're always pantsless, and um, we are not. <laughs> we're not? <laughs> Todd, right. when you shake your head like that, people on the podcast can't see you. That was the point. Oh. All right, so guys, thank you very Oops, much for watching. Thank you, Matt the Crypt, for pushing all the buttons tonight, doing the sound, and doing all the research. Thank you for finding out all those hard yes, Matt, I thought it was answers. Thank you for pushing our buttons. <laughs> and thank you for uh, Zuby for, for stroking my shoulder earlier this evening. That feels so much better. Ew. All right, guys, thank you very much for watching. Anybody have any farewell parting thoughts? Mm. Nothing to do with TerraTech? Nothing see you to next do with TerraTech, Traction Line, Sasquatch. We'll see you next week, yeah. Monday night at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for Behind the Bunker. Dot com. Sounds good. No mercy. Thanks, guys. We'll see you next week.